How would you like to do a, a pilgrimage along the route of St. James? All right. Yeah. Is that the uh, Camino de Santiago? We have a story oh, yes. on that right now. We do. With my friend Sherry Marcucci from the uh, Palace Theater and uh, her next guest coming up uh, in her continuing series of the second act at the Palace. And that is a man who has quite a story here, Stephen Drew. I've got them both on the phone lines. And I'm going to bring up, I think I've got Sherry on now. Is that you, Sherry? It's me. Hello, Sherry. And I'm going, to, I'm going to press one more button, and the magic should happen. We'll have Stephen and Sherry and Tom all together at once. Let me see what happens here. Is that you, Steve? The magic has happened. Tom. Look at that. We are all together on the radio together. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is happening before our very ears. And uh, Steve Drew, thank you. Stephen Drew, thank you for being with us today on WATR. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And Sherry, you you keep this series going, and you found some terrific folks with um, amazing stories. So tell us a bit about how uh, you found Stephen Drew's story, and what's and what's why Stephen walked so many miles. Well, let me let me answer you by just <laughs> reading a little excerpt from the back of Stephen has a book called Into the Thin. and here's what the back says: It felt like an emotional crucifixion. A dark year in which a father figure passed, a friend and mentor suffered a terminal illness, one child entered psychosis, another child took his life, and a 14-year marriage ended. And, you know, I think that's just enough to say, oh my goodness, how does this man that's now going to speak on your show, Tom, how did he survive this? And that's what his second act is all about and how I found him was he actually came to one um, one a few others of our second acts and after the first one he had reached out I'm always looking for people and I, I I must have said you know if you're interested and have a unique story to tell about the second act or the second half of your life let me know and he did and you know I there's something I think in our second acts of our life, I know for me this is true, um, we become more one with, with the spiritual in, in whatever form that is for you, but you become just more open, I think, to why am I here? What's my life about? What am I supposed to be doing in this life? And so and Stephen was very intriguing, and his book is so... You know, I have no words, actually, which is a unique thing for me, but it's just so moving. Stephen, I, I did not know, of course, all that background information, and it is such a hard, hard thing to go through all that uh, sadness at once and difficulty at once and to find uh, an inspiration to try to, re, you know, like refill your soul and... and uh, and try to move out of uh, the shadows of this difficult situation takes such strength and perseverance. And uh, tell us how you came upon your your walk along the ancient Camino de Santiago and what, what drew you for this. Well, you know, first I would have to say that, you know, I, I appreciate the kind words. And, and, um, and, you know, there is a strength involved in, in dealing with something like this. But I would also suggest it's a strength not my own. 
um, you know, I, I think it would be safe to say that, you know, I, I use the language uh, in the book of an emotional crucifixion, and that sounds like a kind of a harsh thing to say, but I, I think it's, it's fairly accurate. And yet I know with absolute certainty that, that you know, we all go through these periods of, of great darkness. I do not have the exclusive rights to this. Um, so what it really is is a story of the movement of grace through a life. And uh, I would submit that it's grace that led me to being called to walking the Camino de Santiago. This is something that happened over a, a period literally of decades. Uh, I read a book 30 years ago that talked about the Camino. Uh, all that time passed. I saw a movie, The Way, starring Martin Sheen, that reminded me of the book, Still No Thought of Going. Uh, and almost a year after that, um, I had a rather phenomenological, we'll say, uh, calling to, uh, to go walk the Camino. And there, uh, we're talking about walking uh, 500 miles on ancient ground where people have been walking this route for over a thousand years, and it possesses great energy, and there's great insight to be had and great healing to be experienced. It's just, uh, it is one of uh, the most beautiful experiences uh, of, of, of my, my lifetime. Uh, were you, did you have to train, uh, obviously, to, to be prepared to do all this, uh, this walking and, and, you know, I assume camping and uh, taking care of yourself for the entire time? Did you go with other people? I, I went alone, uh, and, and that was generally the theme of, of my particular Camino experience. There's all kinds of ways to do this. Some folks go in groups, sometimes with a friend or partner. I went alone. Uh, I did meet other people, and uh, early in the Camino experience, um, I walked with, with others. Uh, but for the most part, it was, it was a matter of, uh, of being in, in, in practicing a, a certain solitude. Uh, as far as, as training for it, uh, there's, a, there's an expression on the Camino that, you know, the, the energy of the Camino will provide. And, and it's odd because I, I'm a walker by nature, um, so I, I, I do hike regularly. Uh, but this is a little different. I mean, you know, picture going for a Sunday afternoon hike with a 20-pound backpack and do about 15 miles. Uh, you come home and you're tired. Well, on the Camino, you get up and you do that again and then you do it again and again, I was 36 walking days to make it from Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port in France to Santiago de Compostela. So there is an effort in that, and yet there is this energy that, that and I'm not alone in this, it's almost a universal perception uh, among pilgrims that there's this energy that carries us. It is remarkable. Yes, Sherry, I, I could hear you. I know you wanted to ask a question. Oh, no, I, I'm just so, what, what speaks to me is the universality of Stephen's story. And whether, um, I know that the Camino has been a pilgrimage route for, you know, over you know, many, many thousands or hundreds of years anyway. Um, and, and it is a pilgrimage that's, that's recognized, a route that's recognized. But what speaks to me is that in this 
um, looking for a space of solitude, Stephen found himself. And that just blows me away. And the simple act of putting one foot in front of the other brought him to um, a new place in his life. And and when, when you think back and you think, there's like the labyrinth walks that are very meditative. Mm-hmm. It's the same, uh, I think, and not having experienced it, I'm going to just um, say that I think it's that's similar in that the soul, our souls, each one of us longs for this chance to, you know, really look deep within. Uh, Stephen, you can speak to that much better than I can at this point, but that's, that's what came across to me. Mm. It's it's very much you know we, I I've come to the conclusion and of course this is this is just my own sense of things having having gone through this but that we are all expressions of the divine and as you were just saying Sherry it seeks mm-hmm. to express itself through us you know it's sort of like where the will of the spirit meets the work of the flesh kind of idea and it really is a matter um, of of just saying yes to that. You know, uh, I have a friend who's, who's, who who's just lives that, you know, say yes to the universe, right? And it's, it's, it's really, it's a true thing. Uh, and then what follows uh, is taken care of. There's an expression on the, on the Camino that the way is made by walking, you know? So imagine a walk that is life and imagine that on this walk, the ground beneath your feet literally fills in as your shoe goes to meet the ground. It's that kind of thing. Uh, ultimately, we come to the conclusion that there's really nothing to worry about here. All is well, right? So that's kind of a... Totally amazing. Uh, Stephen Drew, what, what is the name of the, of the book that you wrote when you came back from this pilgrimage? Uh, the, the name of the book is Into the Thin, A Pilgrimage Walk Across Northern Spain. And, and this is probably a good time for me to mention that. Uh, you know, when I first considered doing this, the second act talk, I was determined and I continue to be determined that this is not, you know, the classic book talk, right? Uh, I, I, always, I always envision this as being something well beyond that. Uh, the book's been out since uh, no, uh, September of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, this is, this is in no way, shape, or form promotion. But to tell the story and not mention the book would be impossible. So, <laughs> yes. So, hence, my, hence my conundrum. Uh, well, I was interested in hearing the name of the book for the same reason, because your story is so interesting. And what, mm. I mean, uh, you, you live in a beautiful, gorgeous spot in Connecticut. Uh, it's a great mm. place to, to take hikes and to walk and to see the countryside. One of the prettiest uh, areas, I think, in the state. But what drew you to do this the, the way of St. James and, uh, and, and brought you to this pilgrimage, to that location? Well, I, I went through uh, that year that, that, uh, that we've, we've, we've talked about, and, and, and part of that uh, was uh, the, the end of, of my second marriage. So I relocated to Morris, Connecticut, basically because it was, there was a place to live there. Uh, and, and that led to the living of a very, uh, shall we say, uncomplicated, simple way uh, of living. And, and it, it was something that was, you know, a, a necessity at the time. Uh, it's, it's turned into more of a preference, but it was certainly a necessity at, at the time. Uh, 
what led me to walk the actual experience is, is kind of a, a long story and, and, and a little more complicated than, than we have time to, to discuss here. But it was, uh, it was an interesting experience to say the least. And one that had been building literally for, for decades, uh, you know, the ways of spirit are kind of mysterious, put it that way. This is true, yeah. We're talking with Stephen Drew and Sherry Marcucci of the Palace Theater's uh, continuing series, Second Act, has uh, been very interesting, and and uh, people have enjoyed this series so much. Your Second Act presentation uh, will be coming up uh, next week, right on uh, March 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Palace Theater. Are you at the Poli Club, Sherry, or are you downstairs? No, we're in the Poli Club, and... What I like about, you know, most of our presentations, we've been able to um, hold them there because it's get, there's an intimacy to a small space. And mm-hmm. all the second act stories, they're, they're, some are funny, some have been music, some have been, um, you know, comic, and, and, and some have been very, you know, serious. And, but that small space gives us the intimacy. You're speaking directly to the people that are in attendance. And, um, you know, I encourage people, if you're listening, if, and, I, you know, particularly, and forgive me, gentlemen, but I'm going to say this, I think men in our society tend to not feel the freedom, for whatever reason, we can, that's another topic, to, to express their, their lows, um, you know, it's all about achieving and highs and, you know, and, and men need a place to be able to say this is how I'm feeling. And Stephen Drew's presentation for Second Act next Wednesday is going to be just that. And I would encourage, you know, men and women, of course, to come, but particularly men, because I think you... You know, if you're struggling with something, if, you know, there's been tragedy in your life, you know, listen to another guy and how he dealt with it. And, you know, in the world we live in today, we, you know, we're all about the quick fix and, you know, oh, we'll take a pill for this and a pill for that and, you know, you know whatever feels good. But, but this is a different way, and I hate to sound like I'm making a pun. I'm not. This this pilgrimage is a different way, and not everybody's going to be making, by the way, a 500 mile um, trek right. um, in northern Spain. However, I think just knowing that you know there is a way to a a richer, uh, a, a, a less troubled, if you will place in our lives is an important message. And Stephen is just, a, he's a lovely person. You know, he just has this, I, I, I don't want to sound dooby-dooby, but an aura about him um, that you feel calm when you're around him. I want to thank you both uh, for being with us today. This is a very interesting story for sure. And once again, Second Act presenter Stephen Drew with much more of his story on March 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Palace. Tickets are uh, $20. You can get them at palacetheaterct.org or call the Palace at 203-346-2000 or you can get them in person at the box office. Uh, I'm sure it's, I, I hope I didn't give away too much by asking certain questions. It's a very uh, interesting and in-depth story, I'm sure. Thank you both for being with us here today, WATR. Thank you, Tom. It was a pleasure uh, to meet you, Stephen. It's a, such an interesting story. 
And Sherry, you know, you're always welcome here when you want to go on the air. <laughs> Thank you. I, we love you. I appreciate that. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much. Have a good day and a very nice, uh, successful presentation. Uh, very interesting story there for sure. And uh, we hope you'll enjoy that and we hope you enjoyed the interview. As I say, there's a, there's a lot more there. And uh, that'll be the place to, to learn, learn more and to uh, partake in that story. 